0: Listener supported WNYC Studios. Okay, number one polar bears. Number two, hypothermia in cold water. Number three, that the Seabird colony and the Arctic that I have studied for 45 years will soon disappear. In the early 1970s, I found a Seabird colony on Cooper Island, which is just off Point Barrow, Alaska and have been going out to Cooper Island every summer since and started that study just as a standard population study of birds. And then things started to change rapidly in the environment around 2000. So parent birds could no longer find their preferred prey and the chicks in the nest that I was weighing every day started to lose weight and then started to die. So seeing large numbers of nestlings die, and some die in my hands, was a major uh, impact on me emotionally, to, to like walk back to camp and have my pockets full of dead nestlings. It had never been something that had happened before. I had one bird that was 26 years old, and this was white, orange, gray. Those were the three colors that she had on her leg. So I saw white, orange, gray annually for over two decades. And in many years, it was the only warm-blooded vertebrate I had seen on a regular basis because I sometimes didn't get back home for the holidays with my family. I had different girlfriends over that period of time. So white, orange, gray was the constant in my life. Number four, that my research findings will have no impact or importance. Number
1: five,
0: I have this interesting progression where I go from being alone on the island or maybe with one or two other people to then going to Seattle and realizing there are too many people living in too close proximity to each other who don't even know each other anymore and I don't know if I'm even meant to make eye contact with them or not and then it takes some time to get to the point where okay yes you just walk by people and don't pay attention to them whereas when I get back to Barrow to to Utqiagvik at the end of the summer it's such a small town that you don't pass someone on the street without making eye contact Number six, that our aspirations as a species can't overcome our genetic baggage. But I also realize seeing what's both positive and negative in our genetic baggage is important, like, like optimism, which is something clearly humans have and was selected for, is a very positive thing. So I try to stay as optimistic as possible, even though I realize that pessimists are more able to assess the reality of something than an optimist. Number seven, I happened to live through the period from intense environmental concern with Richard Nixon being a, you know, a very surprising environmentalist in retrospect to a situation where a president doesn't even take the very obvious findings about the environment that are being presented, doesn't even take them seriously, and certainly isn't going to have a national program that's going to try to address those problems the way that Richard Nixon did. Number eight, that humans as a species don't have the intellectual capacity to recognize or address future threats. Number nine, that time is running out. Number 10, running out of coffee. My name is George DeVocchi, and these are 10 Things to Scare Me.
1: George Devoki studies the black guillemots of Cooper Island in Alaska. He's also the director of Cooper Island Arctic Research. Devoki tweeted that there's no fresh water on Cooper Island this year. All the multi-year he's used for drinking water over the last 45 years has disappeared. The 10 Things team includes Amy Pearl, Daniel Guimet, Odelia Rubin, Sarah Sandback, Emily Botine, and Paula Schumann. Music and sound design by Isaac Jones. You know what scares me? Hermit crabs are going to run out of shells. What are you scared of? Tell us at 10thingspodcast.org.
0: Just like with the shotguns that I have for the polar bears, I have three shotguns, so in case one jams, I can grab another one. I have two coffee grinders on the island now, because if something happens to the grinder, I don't want to have to go outside and bang the beans with a hammer to be able to drink coffee, because I really need the coffee every morning. And this was really brought out to me, my my fear of running out of coffee, when I I was dropped off on the island once by someone who uh, couldn't get back with all the food supplies in the helicopter, and I was stuck with what they had dropped off the first time, which didn't include coffee. So for five or six days, I didn't have coffee. Somebody flew a small plane out from Barrow and dropped from a Cessna at around 100 feet a box that had various food items, including a jar of instant coffee, a glass jar of instant coffee, which broke when the box hit. So I went running up to the box, opened it, and saw this large mass of instant coffee in the corner of the box with all these glass shards. So I thought, okay, I can pick most of the glass shards out, but since freeze dried coffee has that shine to it, I was sure there was some left in there. And I thought, you know what, I may be drinking glass shards in this coffee, but I really need to drink coffee. So like running out of coffee on the island is something that is actually more likely than having a polar bear attack me. Uh, It would have less dire impact, but it certainly would have an impact.